I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tepper Ajemian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's, there's no, no such, such thing, thing as, as bad food. food. Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. Been a bit of a week. Been a bit of a week. Been a bit of a, a tumultuous, dramatic, difficult week. Not the the smallest part of that is that we have both been sick yeah. this week, in addition to, you know, the the news out of... Israel and Palestine and all the fun that goes along with being invested in that. So we're here, we're exhausted, we're sick, and we thought what better way to continue to produce content on a week like this week than to produce content kind of themed around illness and and nourishing ourselves through it, right? You made that sound very, very fancy and impressive. Uh, I was basically just like, I have COVID for the third time, and the only thing I can think about talking about is food I want to eat when I'm sick. I'm, I've been, I'm, I'm on the up currently. Is, is why. Yeah, I, I've been asleep most of this week. That's also why I sound like this. Yeah. So, so bear with us today. We're a little under the weather, but we're here to talk through it to you about the things that bring us joy when our bodies are suffering. Or at least, you know, some comfort. Yeah. Even if we're falling short of joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah, let's let's get like right into it. When you're sick, you need the things that make you comfy. You need the things that make you cozy. There are some foods that just like are very good for you and yeah. and full of vitamins and that kind of thing. Uh, so we should maybe touch on that kind of thing as well. Uh, but I think we're primarily here to talk like cozy comfort, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think both. I think these go together. Sure. I mean, like, obviously, if you're going to talk about sickness, like, the first thing is, like, broth, right? Mm. Like, what do people in books have when they're sick? They have broth. And there's a good reason for that. Broth is very nutritious. Yeah. Uh, not only is it nutritious and easy to consume, which I think is the other the other thing about it, but it also has the, uh, uh, I think it's the collagen in it, but don't cite me on this. I'm very sleepy. Mm -hmm. uh, like coats your stomach and yeah. makes it kind of easier to digest other things. Um, and it's also full of minerals, which are not always easy to get and which are really, really important for the function of your immune system. Yeah. Uh, things like magnesium and zinc. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to chug straight broth either, right? Like you can let that extend to like chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Or, you know. If you're somebody who likes to drink broth, uh, mazel tov. I'm not a person who likes to drink broth. Mm. Uh, I'm not a person who loves chicken noodle soup either. Sure. I'm like kind of picky. I don't like noodles in soup because they get too... I mean, I don't like like that kind of noodle in soup because sure. it gets mushy. I don't like a noodle that sits in the soup for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like ideally, ideally you always have the energy to put the noodles fresh into the soup when you have it instead yeah. of it being like sitting in the fridge. But when you, you know? make chicken noodle soup... Like classic chicken noodle soup, you're leaving the noodles in the soup. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah. making it straight from a can because you're so too like, sick to make it by hand. You know? My chicken noodle <laughs> soup is fuga. 
sure um chicken pho uh especially um grilled chicken pho which is just extra tasty um and i find that with pho you have that extra kick of like lemongrass and ginger and Mm. like spices in it that are um especially nourishing sure nice yeah you did an episode a while back with shivani yeah about like healing foods that kind of touched on that a little bit too right but like there are some herbs and spices that you can use that like have kind of natural healing properties yeah yeah and i feel like pho is really like a solid example of that you know yeah absolutely like spiritually and physically um ginger is a thing i love to just pack up make like Mm -hmm. a very gingery broth um for sickness time i also like when i started feeling sick I ate an entire container of candy ginger. Sure. Because, like, that's medicine. Yeah. Garlic is also extremely... It's Fun fact about garlic, it's very antibacterial mm. um, to the point that it can be used, like, in a pinch right. for... You know, it's not as good as your penicillin, but, like, in a pinch it can be used to be slightly antibiotic. Uh, and my thing that I do when my when I'm getting a throat infection that's a bacterial throat infection is to just, like, eat a whole head of raw garlic. And it's unpleasant, um, but it really, really works. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I unfortunately cannot do that. Yeah, I mean... my mild raw garlic allergy. And the unfortunate thing is that it kind of has to be raw to have the same benefit. But I'm meandering. I'm meandering because I'm tired. So soup is the classic, but I want to move beyond soup because for me personally... Think outside the bowl. Think outside the bowl. For me personally, I am a cruncher. Sure. Um, all my favorite foods have crunch. Hard like, to crunch a soup. Yeah, I yeah. like to crunch. I just had a cursed image of just like biting um, a bite out of the bowl. Just like, crunch, crunch, crunch. I guess like you can get the crunch factor with soup if you use like saltines, you know? Yeah, if you have garnishes, and that's often what I do with soup is like I want a crunch factor, so I'll do mm. some crusty bread or mm. some like good good bean sprout garnish or something. Mm. But a thing that I really appreciate for both the sickness and the health, the sickness and the crunch rather. Uh, is kimchi, mm. uh, which I got the other night, yeah. which you got me the other night. Um, you paid. It eh, doesn't matter. You ordered. Because kimchi is fermented and fermentation is very good for you. Mm. Kimchi is spicy and mm-hmm. spicy can like clear out your sinuses. Yeah. And I just, I don't know if like capsaicin or spice like actually kills germs. But when I'm eating something spicy, I feel like it's killing germs. Yeah. You know, I think there's validity to that. I don't know if it's real or not, but like. It's what it feels like. It certainly feels real in like a folk medicine kind of way. Yeah, it feels real. It feels real. It's like my throat is hurting, therefore there is battle happening. Right. right? Like (laughs) Pain is just weakness leaving the body. It's spicy, therefore the germs are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think like for me, it's like spicy stuff flushes you out a little bit, both in terms of like sometimes it makes you cry. Sometimes it makes your nose run a little. Sometimes it makes you sweat sometimes it makes you like you know do a poo and all of those are things where like the gross stuff leaves your body a little bit right i mean there's a reason human beings have been going to purgatives as like health things for (laughs) millennia like ask your doctor about ozempic not how his epic works um the cleanse thing like that is still a fad today is like it's a very old thing yeah. for people to be like here drink this incredibly spicy concoction and poop your guts out for three days and the ill humors will leave you right, right yeah um and there's just it's not true but it feels true <laughs> 
So I really like kimchi. It's it's crunchy. It's spicy. Uh, I know that it has the fermented little little buggies going to war in my gut for me. Yeah. So that's a thing. That's a thing that I like. I like things that feel nutritious when I'm sick. Sure. uh, Because it just feels like I'm doing something. Yeah, I get that. I think for me, like I I don't go. I think I tend to kind of go old school when I'm sick. I'm like, I want like chicken noodle soup, you know, or like matzo ball soup or like, pho. like you I, I always want, like, want a, matzo ball soup. I though. I, well, I always want like a good, like, like warm soup, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm not feeling well. Uh, yeah. Same with the ginger thing, but I tend to go more in a direction of like a ginger tea yeah. or like a ginger iced tea. Mm-hmm, if I can get mm-hmm, that kind of mm-hmm. thing going. I think when I'm sick is when I tend to gravitate most toward like eating fruit as a snack. If I find fruit in the house, I'm like, I should eat this because I'm not feeling well right now. And that will probably help. Yeah, exactly. But I think the thing that I like find most like comforting when I'm feeling sick is actually like not warm at all. I just want bagels and cream cheese. (laughs) (laughs) like i this morning i wasn't feeling great still so i ordered a dozen bagels and some fresh cream cheese and some tuna salad kind of on a whim from the deli and it was a great choice yeah and like that's most of what i ate today and it helped emotionally i mean i was gonna say the other thing that i end up wanting when i'm sick is carbs and i think like that makes a lot of sense both from a comforts point of view but also from a like when you're sick your body uses energy to heal like your immune system is kicking into overdrive and you do actually need more like well that's it 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 kind of to me it feels like i want to like stuff myself full of stuff that makes me feel bloated almost so that i can then like sit around and let my body do its thing okay that's not how it is for me but i i appreciate that element of your sickness (laughs) Um, as opposed to broth where I'm like, okay, like I can I can have a lot of soup, but I'm not going to feel as full because it's yeah. liquid, you know? But there's different kinds of sick also. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we're very much talking about cold and flu right now. Sure. But like if you have a stomach bug. <laughs> oh, if I have a stomach bug, I do everything in my power to, to just eat like plain white bread and rice yeah. and, you know, be sad about it for a while. Yeah. 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 Another time when broth is pretty good though. True. Stomach bug. Yeah, if you can get some good broth going. However, when I have a stomach bug, I generally just don't eat for 24 hours. So let's mm-hmm. just assume we're not talking about that right now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can talk about little tummy aches, but like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with like stomach flus is like there's not really like great things to eat while you have a stomach bug because it's like how do you... Everything becomes bad when you <laughs> might throw it up a minute later, you know? Ginger is good for your tummy too, though. Sure. Ginger and fermented things, both good for your tummy. Yeah. Oof. I had like, I got sushi the other night. While you were having kimchi, I was having sushi and, and like that hit the spot in in that very specific way where I'm like, oh, I want something like a little crunchy, a little like veggie, a little filling, you know? Yeah. And usually when I get sushi, I get the pickled ginger with it. And I like honestly have a little bit of that between every bite because I'm like, I need this. This is, I almost eat the sushi as an excuse for eating a bowl of pickled ginger, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. That's the only reason I ever eat sushi. Yeah. I just steal people's pickled ginger off their sushi. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what you got to do. My boss gave me a bunch of like supplements the other day. Yeah. Because I wasn't feeling well. And he was like, here, take this. This is what I do. Like any afternoon that I'm not feeling good, it's like a little pick me up. And I was like, I'm an addict. You have to tell me what these, you know, at first he was just like, yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff. Just take it. I was like, no, you don't, you've got to tell me what this is or because if any of these are a problem, I can't take them. He's like, I don't know. All those, all those classic drugs that come in a giant pill. (laughs) No, but you know, like 
I, I didn't want to assume anything. You Classic never know, right? horse pills full of coke. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what someone's going to give me. A little afternoon stimulant. I, I have no idea. I got to make sure it's nothing that I might get addicted to. Um, but you no, drink you know. coffee? Yeah, it's fine. Giovanni and I talked about this last week. Caffeine's not a drug. Whatever. <laughs> Mountain Dew's a good food. But it's, you know, like vitamin D, vitamin C, um, like fish oil supplements, liver supplements, like, yeah. you know, those kind of things. And uh, that has made a difference for me. Like, I feel pretty good right now, except that my voice is a little hoarse because I've been sick this week. So my voice is just a little hoarse. Yeah. Um, but we've also entered that time of year where, like, I think probably if you listen to this podcast from, like late fall through may i sound like this we just most sound of the a time gravelly. yeah exactly <laughs> uh, um so, you, you mentioned know. fruit yeah and then you mentioned vitamins yeah and so i have to talk about citrus yes which is like when i'm sick i want to eat a whole bag of clementines mm. i want to eat a grapefruit every day mm. i want to just i want to just gorge i want to eat all the citrus i'm making do with my little off-brand emergency packets right now but they're not so good shout out to fruit Shout out to fruit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the the time when I most feel like I need fruit in my body is when I'm feeling sick. And like I don't think it's a coincidence that I haven't eaten very much fruit in the past like couple of weeks and like I got sick. Yeah. You know? Because fruit got expensive. Fruit got expensive, but also I don't know, sometimes I just forget to buy fruit when I'm at the grocery I store. Know. I never do. No, you 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 never forget to buy fruit. But never, because maybe I maybe I always want fruit because I'm chronically ill. Maybe, but I think also you just like we've talked about this before. Like my go-to in the grocery store just doesn't include fruit and vegetables unless I need them for something specific. And my go-to in the grocery store basically only includes fruit and yeah, vegetables. Which I, will, <laughs> I think is better. I, I will I, go <laughs> only in the produce section and come home. That's it. Like every once in a while I challenge myself on that and I'm like, okay, make sure to get like at least like three of each. <laughs> like, you know, but like most of the time I'm like, okay, I've got to get something for dinner I, and I, I just go to carbs and meat and I'm, you know, I'm a cliche, I guess. I don't know. Of an Eastern European? Yeah. Yeah. I just always want, if anybody wants to just drop fruit at my door this week, my little sick, sad self would appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of ways that you can put extra fruit into our mouths, should we take a quick trip over to the mid-roll and tell the fine folks at home how they can support us financially? Yeah, let's do it. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend, maybe a friend who's feeling kind of sick. Yeah. For every new rating and review we get during the month of October, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need. So by doing the simple, free act of leaving a rating and review of the show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. You can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. Now, you may or may not know this, but we have a Patreon account that helps us support this show, helps us put fruit and other things into our tummies, and also helps pay all the bills around here. Uh, and that's over at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod, where if you sign up to our Patreon, not only do you get access to our Discord server, that's a lot of fun, and the ability to request topics for episodes of the show, you also get access to our monthly newsletter, the No Bad Food Recipe Club, where every month we post new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family and then you know if you want to share the recipes that it makes you think about in the discord we do that too we can chat a little about them maybe even share them beyond that you know yeah taste each other's tasty food 
the uh, newest edition of Recipe Club will have just come out by the time this episode is released. And uh, what are what are we talking about on it again? We're talking about crumbles. Yeah. And the way I crumble under pressure. Exactly. We're talking about crumbling under pressure. Teffer's got a crumble recipe in there. I'm including a recipe for some biscuits, which are like, I'd crumbly. say two steps away from crumble, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Biscuits are crumbly. Yeah. It's like if you think about a crumble and then you take it a step over to a cobbler and then you take all the fruit out of the cobbler, you got biscuits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we'll have a sweet recipe in there and a savory recipe in there for you to try this month if you're uh, into that. If you're feeling sort of like crumbling. Yeah, if yeah. you want to bake a little with us, you know? Yeah, you feel like getting baked. Yeah, maybe you got a sick day because you're sick and you want to stay home and, you know, be sick. And you're like, oh, I wish I could eat something yummy that only needs a few ingredients. Baking. All right, you know what else would be sick? What else would be sick, Tom? Getting back to the show. All right, so we talked about a lot of things we did. in the first half of the show. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some of the specifics. Sure, what sure. Do you, what do you, well, you already talked about what you go for. You said you go for chicken noodle soup and bagels and cream cheese, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you go for. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I said I go for soup and crunchy things. Yeah. Soup and kimchi. I also want to talk about jello. Okay. <laughs> jello is one of those things that when I'm sick, I want to eat it. Okay. Um, and I never eat it any other time. Sure. Like, I almost never eat jello. But yeah. when I'm sick, I'm like, you know what would hit the spot right now is just a little wibbly wobbly jello time. Is that because, like, hospitals give you jello? I think it's because I read a lot of books in which when kids are sick, they get, like, jello and ginger ale. And okay, those are yeah. two things I then want when I'm sick. Sure, sure. Um, but also, I mean, jello has collagen in it. Jello is made of gelatine. And mm-hmm. it actually has a lot of those things that are good for you in broth right in the jello because gelatin is made kind of the same way broth is by boiling bones right so it doesn't have as much nutrition in it because it's like more rent like more purified more mm-hmm. just down to the the collagen part um right but it does coat your stomach the same way broth does. Yeah. Uh, and it is actually quite good for you. Sure, um, yeah. So I think there's just something in my head that's like, if I eat Jello, I will be strong. Okay. Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I've never thought about that. I think like, yeah, I mean, I guess like desserts that go down easy feel like a good sick day kind of thing. Man, you know? ice cream when you have a sore throat. Yeah. That's the other thing is ice cream. Yeah, like, exactly. Oof, so good. Or it's like, like pudding or like you know just a spoonful of nutella like whatever you've got that's kind of just smooth and goes down that's i think we need to talk about low energy food because we just talked about food that like yeah you can order this but what if you can't order it and what if you don't feel like you got sick and you weren't expecting it and you don't have a chicken to make stock maybe all you have energy for right now is eating bread over the sink exactly yeah maybe you don't even have energy to eat bread over the sink maybe you pulled your bread into your bed and you're just eating it in a little in a little bread nest yeah it's a bread time um bread time so story. like when you're sick basically like fed is best you know like yeah. people say this about babies but like really like just make sure you're eating something. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. eat whatever you can tolerate. Yeah. Sick is absolutely a time for intuitive eating. Like, yes. any time is a time for intuitive eating. But, like, especially sickness, if you're like, wow, what sounds good right now is to eat a whole sleeve of Oreos. Eat a whole sleeve of Oreos. Hell yeah. Eat, eat a whole box of Oreos. Do it. Because ultimately, like, you need calories in your body to yeah. for your immune system to keep doing its thing. Yeah. 
mean, you know, this is like we like to keep some tea bags around for like ginger tea or whatever. So you can at least have something that feels nice. And I keep my vitamin C packets around and everything. But like, yeah, crackers, toast, fruit, uh, like cut up fruit is really nice. Um, Whole can of beans straight yeah. from the cupboard. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. I'm you, just thinking you, about low energy yeah, things that sure. are filling. You eat know? a can of beans. It's always a good idea to keep just like cup of noodles in your, in mm. your, like instant noodles in your cupboard because sure. like... Is it going to hit the spot quite like a bowl of pho? Maybe not, but it's still going to be soup and noodles, right? It's Mm -hmm. still going to keep you comfortable. Yeah. The other kind of side benefit of the like instant noodles thing, things that are high in sodium tend to make us thirstier. Yeah. And when you're thirstier, you drink more water and hydrating is really, really good for you when you're sick. That is a really important point, actually. And that's something I wanted to bring up, but forgot to. Hydration. Um, I know when I'm sick, I stop really wanting to drink water, Mm -hmm. which like I usually drink a lot of water during the day. But when I'm sick, somehow it just seems like a lot of effort. Um, So some of the ways that I make myself drink water, even though I don't want to drink water, is putting ice cubes in it, making it a little fun uh, Mm -hmm. with the ice cubes, um, doing herbal tea, but also like juice and soda Mm -hmm. and like anything that has water in it is going to hydrate you at least a little. Mountain Dew. Like, well, no, that's a diuretic and that's maybe not going to work as well, but it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Listen, you go to the gas station, you get a bottle of Mountain Dew, you get two bottles of Gatorade. There you go. And you drink all three. Uh, Gatorade is great. Um, you can also eat your water. This is something that, like, that, like, I think is a really important thing. It's true. And I was thinking of it recently because I saw something on the internet that is, I don't know, it, it, it was an Asian creator. I think it's something that is, like, culturally East Asian, but I don't remember where it's from. Um, but essentially, like, a, a hangover cure, which mm. is, like, a bunch of fruit. So she had, like, lychee and strawberries and grapes and I think maybe some melon in there. Mm. And then you pour strawberry milk and Sprite over it with Ooh, ice. holy shit. And I was just like, yes. Yeah. Like, that is something that is hydrating and a little treat. That sounds incredible. It sounds so good. And yeah. I wanted to, I want to make it. I yeah. want to do it. Let's do that this week because that sounds really good. It sounds so good. Yeah. But that's it. Like, fruit, I've been eating just like, we have frozen blueberries. I keep frozen mm-hmm. blueberries because we've talked about this. I have a smoothie in the morning because I'm mm-hmm. bad at eating breakfast. And I have the same smoothie every morning because I'm... You know, I got a little bit of that neurodivergence. Um, so I've just been eating, like, I haven't been up to making smoothies, but I've been just, yeah. like, I just pour myself a bowl of frozen blueberries and just eat it with a spoon. Sure. But, yeah, any kind of fruit. Grapes, strawberries, melon, cucumber. Cucumber mm-hmm. has great water content. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, you know, if you don't feel up to eating water, make sure you're eating something with a high water content. That can keep you hydrated. Soup will also help keep you hydrated. Yeah. If you don't feel like drinking, have a bunch of cucumbers. Just go to your, bring like a whole, bring a three pack of shrink wrapped cucumbers to your bed. Yeah. Open them up one by one, munch it down. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. Eat a brick of cheese. Yeah. Whatever, whatever's in your fridge, grab it. Cheese is not hydrating. No, but it's still yummy. Oh, still okay. See, we, were, some, like, we were still talking about hydration. I know, I know. I just came back to the, like, I know we're on <laughs> but hydration. Yeah, no, but... fed is best. Yeah, and exactly. Eat, eat what you can eat and That's don't, it. like, the other day, man, I was coming, I wasn't sick yet. I didn't know I was sick yet anyway. I was on a Greyhound on my way back from Boston. It's a whole other thing. I took overnight buses. I don't think I'll do that again. I think I'm too old for that now. But... Mm-hmm. I got it like I went to Whole Foods and I got like an apple and a block of cheese and I was sitting in the bus station waiting for my bus and I was just like I would eat a bite of apple and then just like eat a bite of the cheese. Yeah. I was just like I didn't have a knife. I was just like breaking off pieces of a chunk of cheddar. And you know what? It was great. And you can do that. Look, Um, don't let the losers and the haters get you down. 
by trying to tell you that you can't just take a bite out of a block of cheese. You can take a bite out of a block of cheese. Especially if it's your cheese. Yeah. If you're, if you're not sharing it with other people, yeah. don't hesitate. And don't share it with other people because you're sick. It's your cheese. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying like, even when you're not sick. It's like, your cheese. It's your sick cheese. That's the thing, right? And you can bite it if you want to. That's it. Um, bite One more cheese. point I want to make is that I've been talking about how fruit is expensive, but apples, mm. uh, especially this time of year, apples are pretty cheap. Sure. Apples tend to be pretty cheap. Yeah. And and a nice crunchy apple is also hydrating um, and is something that can just be kind of nice to eat. It's true. So, you know, apples. Yeah. So I also want to give a shout out. This is a tea, not a food. Mm, that's okay. We talked but about Mountain sh- Dew last week. Yeah. I want to shout this out because um, this has been extremely useful to me in the last year. Mm-hmm. Malane is an herb um, that you can get dried. You can also grow it. I have not successfully grown it yet, but it's an herb that's really, really good for lung health. And it's been used for millennia for lung health. Mm. Uh, last spring, I got a really bad bronchitis. I tend to get bronchitis like at least once a year. I had a really bad bronchitis. I couldn't kick it. I was like taking all the medications I like you know I have asthma so I have my inhaler and like I was doing all the things you do for bronchitis and it wasn't going away and then I made a tea that was one part malane one part licorice root Mm -hmm. and that one I think was one part lemon balm I just mix it up with like an herb that I like the taste of but lemon balm is also pretty antiviral Mm -hmm. and I drank I made a, a french press of that every day for a week that tea i remember that yeah, tea. and my bronchitis went away yeah so now this week before i knew i had covid <clears throat> uh because i tested negative and then i tested positive a few days later <gasps> it's in my chest and so i started drinking my malane tea again this time it's with spearmint mm-hmm. um and again like cleared up the congestion in my in my chest really really well you can also throw in a spoonful of flax seeds flax mm. seeds and then let the tea cool down um flax seeds are really good for I can't remember the word for it, but like bringing up the gunk in your chest. Um, The same way like mucinex is essentially. Flax works the same way. So yeah, like, man, get yourself some Malayne tea. Uh, Licorice root, if you like the flavor of it, is also really good for lung and bronchial health. But that's been really, and that's another way that I make sure that I drink. (laughs) Because with herbal tea, something you can do, like you can't oversteep herbal tea the way you can black tea. Black Mm. tea will get kind of yucky, but herbal tea doesn't have the same level of tannins. So you can, for instance, have a big canning jar and put a big thing of tea in it and pour boiling water over it and then just leave it overnight with a lid on. And in the morning, then you have a really strong herbal tea infusion that you can sip at through the day Mm. that will also like help. So yeah, Malane. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Some people say it differently also, uh, but don't at me. Anyway, apparently it's pronounced Mullen, but... um. That's okay. Drink your John Mullane tea. <laughs> I read the things. I don't talk to people, so... Look, it shouldn't be pronounced Mullen. No. Let's, let's take a second here. <laughs> Look at the way that word is spelled. There's it no reason it would be pronounced, pronounced Mullane. Yeah. Sweet Mullane. Or Mullane. Maline. Anyway, it's a good herb, however you pronounce it. Yeah. Mulin. It's also pretty and it's a big. Drink it. Drink it. Yeah. I think the only other thing for me, like, on sick food is, like, when you are sick is not a time to be precious about what you put into your body. Yeah. If you're someone who denies yourself treats, if you're someone who, like, hesitates about takeout because you're like, oh, I don't know if I can justify it, blah, blah, blah. Assuming you can afford it at the time, obviously. But just for like, you know, you kind of pat yourself on the hand kind of reasons. 
don't be precious about your food when you're sick okay be precious about yourself yeah make baby cozy yeah make baby cozy get yourself the things that you need in order to feel good um another option like if you can't if you really like don't feel like you can do uh takeout like that's fine not everybody can afford takeout but if you can afford grocery ordering Mm -hmm. instead of like a making yourself go to the grocery store and share your germs or b like you literally can't leave your house right just just get yourself some little groceries you know it actually like i like to avoid ordering groceries but when i do it's like 10 bucks more usually than it would be Mm. and you know then you don't have to go outside and you can just have your cucumbers and take your cucumbers and your cheese to your bed nest and fall asleep watching bones again yeah and really that's all you want yeah yeah let david boreanaz talk you to sleep while you eat a whole cucumber. Oh my god, David Boreanaz. Well, at least Celie Booth would be so good at taking care of you when you're sick. Mm-hmm. He'd be like tucking you into bed. He'd be like bringing you soup. Anyway, folks, we hope that if you are also sick right now, which like statistically there's a solid chance you are, tis the season, right? Tis the season. We hope that you feel better soon. We hope that this episode brought you a little joy and a little ear nutrition we hope that you're curled up in bed with a block of cheese. We hope that you're curled up in bed with David Boreanaz. Oh, God, I wish I, w- I, w- I want to be curled up in bed with... I guess he's probably older than me by a lot. Let him be your angel, baby. I just feel like he would really take good care of me. He might. I hope that you are being taken care of, whether it's by yourselves or by your loved ones or by TV's David Boreanaz. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to No Bad Food. Do you want to be part of the conversation? Hit us up on the socials at No Bad Food Pod and individually at Tever Bear and at Tom Zalatni. Such a fucking stupid show. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod and donate. Please help, dear God. For as little as a dollar a month, you'd be joining the ranks of fine folks like Chantel H, Gab, Thomas, Erica, Andrew, Chantel T, David, Mallory, Sarah, Nell, Carol Ann, Rachel, and Aslam. Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show and access to the recipe club. Do it. Get get recipes when you get the blues. If that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod and make it happen. We also have merch. You can hit the merch link in the description of this or any episode to get all sorts of great stuff from our friends over at Podcavern. And of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Broth to the Bone Ingles, and our cover art is by David Make Davy Cozy Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. You're feeling pretty good about yourself right now, aren't you? <laughs> I just remembered that last week he was mother's milk. And last, but certainly not least, this show was produced by Tom Zalatni, that's you, and Heifer Ademian, that's, that's me, and edited by Tom Zalatni, that's me, as part of the Podcavern Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com. See you next week. No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. 
Report, said Collection. Discrepancy straight-lined, Moth said. Meet Moth. Moth travels everywhere and every when in search of often deadly discrepancies and tries to make sense of the briefs she gets from Collection. There were holes in the brief, you know. I don't like that. The Moth Collection Podcast. It's science fiction with a little bit of horror. It's weird and funny and romantic. And there won't be another season. 14 episodes and that's it, people. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by Podcavern. What Mega Man boss would make the most terrifying kaiju? I, for one, want to be the first to welcome our new kaiju overlords. How would Adam Sandler fit in the MCU? I injected myself with the Green Goblin serum. Oh! Debate This is a podcast that asks the questions about your favorite video games and comics that no one is asking. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you download podcasts and on social media at Debate This Cast. None of it's that so is mind control. Though. It's so close. It's not it's, so close. It's-